0: Bulletin pamphlets on voice referendum to be translated in a record number of languages. Prime Minister Antony Albanese to meet with state and territory leaders today. And evacuation of foreign nationals from Sudan continues as ceasefire is prolonged. Information pamphlets for the upcoming referendum on a voice to parliament will be translated in a record number of languages, 35, up from 32 at the latest uh, federal election, with an additional 20 indigenous languages. The Australian Electoral Commission says it's also working on boosting the enrolment rate, rate of Indigenous Australians, which is currently 12% lower than the national average. The date of the referendum has not yet been decided, but will take place in the last quarter of this year. The federal government has announced a $9.2 million funding to develop a First Nations water-holding model in partnership with Indigenous organisations. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have been calling for enduring water-holding arrangements for more than a decade. First Nations people hold rights to about 40% of Australian land through native title, yet own and control less than 0.2% of the surface water entitlements. Native Taito recognizes that indigenous people have their own systems of law and customs by which they have rights to land and waters and that these systems have endured beyond colonization. Under Native title legislation, there is no clear right to take or manage the water itself other than small amounts for cultural purposes. After hours access to primary medical care is set to be extended as state and territory leaders meet to discuss improving health outcomes. Prime Minister Antony Albanese is convening a national cabinet in Brisbane today with health, housing, and NDIS skills and the transition to net zero emissions on the agenda. Ahead of the meeting, the government announced it would extend funding for after hours programs to be after-hours programs to the end of June. The money will be drawn from the Strengthening Medicare Fund, which received a $750 million commitment in the government's October budget. Health Minister Mark Butler says bolstering Medicare and rebuilding general practice were priorities for the government. Also during the National Cabinet, Prime Minister Albanese will be pitching his plan for growth. Part of the plan is an overhaul of the migration system. A once-in-a-generation review found Australia's system to be broken. It would do, it would increase the minimum salary for sponsored workers to $70,000 and create a pathway to permanent residency for the over 2 million temporary migrants in the country. President of the Australian Council of Trade Unions Michelle O'Neill says she welcomes the evidence-based approach. So we want to make sure that there's a system that is based on rigorous, independent verification of shortages, that local workers are given the opportunity to train and find the jobs that are there for the future, and that we bring migrants to this country in a way where there's a genuine shortage, but also that we support them and make sure that they're not vulnerable to exploitation. A new program will invest in hypersonic weapons and quantum and next-generation technologies for Australia's Defence Force. The government has announced it will funnel $3.4 billion in funding over the next decade to create the Advanced Strategic Capabilities Accelerator Programme. The program will aim to leverage Australian innovation to feed new technologies in the Defence Force. There are six priority areas listed under the program including hypersonics, quantum technology and long-range fire capability. Operations will begin on the 1st of July and will replace the existing Defence Innovation Hub and Next Generation Technologies Fund. Evacuation missions continue in Sudan as the nation's army and a paramilitary force battled in Khartoum on Thursday. The two warring factions said they would prolong a ceasefire agreement by 72 hours despite violence in the country's capital and the western region of Darfur. Hundreds of people have been killed in almost two weeks of conflict between the army and their rivals, the Rapid Support Forces. During a visit to Washington on Thursday, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres thanked the U.S. for its efforts to help evacuate U.N. and other personnel in Sudan. I want to express my uh, gratitude for the support that uh, uh, U.S. security officers have given to the uh, important operation of uh, um, relocation that we did, Uh, a convoy of 1,200, both staff members of the UN, but also uh, of NGOs and uh, different missions, from um, Khartoum to Port Sudan, in the middle of a very difficult situation. The U.S. Secretary of State has praised a 70-year-old alliance between the U.S. and South Korea during a luncheon at the State Department. It comes as South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol visits the White House to commemorate the 70th anniversary of a mutual defense treaty signed after the Korean War. Mr. Yoon's visit marks the first South Korean presidential state visit in a decade. At a state dinner at the White House, Mr. Yoon sang the the first verse of American Pie after U.S. President Joe Biden invited him to do so in recognition that it was one of his favorite songs. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the 70-year alliance between the two countries remains strong. It has been 70 years since the United States and the Republic of Korea formed our alliance making official a bond that was forged by Korean and American soldiers in the crucible of war. We go together. That was their motto. And indeed, they lived and fought and died, shoulder to shoulder." Former U.S. President Donald Trump has declared he will seek re-election in his first public reaction to current U.S. President Joe Biden's campaign launch. The speech comes two days after Mr. Biden kicked off his own re-election campaign, presenting himself in the same way as he did in 2020 as a buttress against, against Trump's Make America Great Again campaign. Speaking at a campaign event in Manchester, Mr. Trump announced he will challenge Mr. Biden at the 2024 presidential election. The choice in this election is... Now between strength and weakness, between success or failure, between safety or anarchy, between peace or conflict and prosperity or catastrophe, we are living in a catastrophe. NATO's chief says NATO allies and partner countries have delivered more than 98% of promised combat vehicles to Ukraine during Russia's invasion. Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg says Ukraine has received more than 1,550 armoured vehicles, 230 tanks, plus what he says has been vast amounts of ammunition, equipment and training for nine new brigades. More than 30,000 troops are estimated to make up the new brigades. The military alliance Chief says his assistance will put Ukraine in what he calls a strong position to continue retaking occupied territory. And to sport in Rugby League, the North Queensland's Cowboys NRL season of war continues after a 44-6 loss to the Cronulla Sharks. After reaching last year's preliminary final, the Cowboys are struggling to replicate the performance in 2023. Last night's a heavy defeat to the Sharks leaves them with a 3-6 record. North Queensland's coach Todd Payton says the match was far from rugby league standards. Spent a lot of time there at an end for that first 30 minutes. I thought we got it back into a bit of an arm wrestle there. Got a try just before half time but then uh, conceding one quickly after half time and two blokes in the sin bin has just become too difficult. And now, having a look at the weather around the country this Friday, Broome sunny 34, Perth sunny 21, Adelaide showers 19, Melbourne showers developing 22, Hobart a shower 220, Albury, Wodonga cloudy 20, Canberra similar conditions 22, Wollongong sunny 26, Sydney much the same 26, Newcastle sunny day 27, Brisbane a shower 225, Townsville partly cloudy 28, Cairns mostly sunny 29, Alice Springs cloudy 26. Seven Darwin similar conditions and the top of 35, and the Torres Strait Islands a sunny day ahead and the top of 30 degrees, and that is NITV Radio News.